Welcome to another very special Special Guest Saturday, brought to you by the one and only SPKN, Sport Professional Knowledge Network. Joining Megan Dr. G today is Mr. Patrick Ruff, head of school for Woodside Priory High School, a small high school in Northern California. As a coach, teacher, and now administrator, Patrick shares what quality coaching means to him and how he goes about finding it in the coaches he hires. SPKN, this is Sport Knowledge. Hey, Megan, Dr. G here for SPKN Special Guest Saturday, and I'm so excited to introduce to you one of my absolute favorite people in the world, the one and only Patrick Ruff. Thanks, Meg. It's, uh, it's good, to, good to be with you. I'm not sure about that introduction. I think my mother may have written that. That's, uh, that those are the nicest words that I've ever heard. So but thank you. No, I appreciate that. It's great work. Great work that we do. I have to admit that both my kids have gone through Woodside Priory, so I'm kind of a fan, and I'm Patrick Ruff super fan, so for sure. But unfortunately, my kids were not there when you when you were here, but we're so excited to have you on the show and learn about all the things that you have to teach us from going from coach to head of school must have been an interesting path. You want to kind of update us a little bit for those who don't, who aren't sure. fans sure. like yourself? Yeah, I, I actually think the two roles are, are actually pretty similar. Some of the best work I think I did, I, I found teaching a little bit later. I didn't, I didn't anticipate being a teacher as I was going through school, went through college, uh, was a Chinese major actually in college and, and thought that's what I wanted to do but spent a year after college in a volunteer program called the Jesuit Volunteer Corps and, and was exposed to teaching. So had this great experience of what can happen in a classroom. And it was really that that sparked my interest and then was lucky enough to, to find a teaching job down in Los Angeles at the Jesuit all boys school, Loyola High School. And literally from day one fell in love with the teaching really enjoyed working with a group of students, taking them from, from kind of where they started and having kind of a clear goal to where we wanted to go, and then just finding the ways to get to know them, motivate them, and, and allow them to, to learn and grow. Also, you know, found my way into to coaching too. Down at Loyola, I coached both basketball and swimming, and, and that was great. I was part of a great basketball staff and great swimming staff. I coached lower levels, but, you know, was really part of a staff. And, and again, got to see kind of the organization that goes into, again, taking a group of, of students and then focusing in on a common goal and then working throughout, you know, in, in coaching throughout a season to get there. And, and really that's what I thought I was going to do for my whole life, but, you know, circumstances happen and I met this great woman who I wanted to be with. And so she made it pretty clear that she wanted to move back to the East coast. So I followed and, and, you know, the only job I could get that, that kind of worked for me was this kind of job of, of campus ministry. And, and so I did that at a Catholic school in, in Boston and then just kind of get putting in different spots, filling different needs. So then I was an assistant principal and then moved back out to San Francisco to become a principal. And then now down here to be a head of school. But, but all the while, I think it was, it was those, those lessons that I learned in those classrooms early and, and certainly in those early coaching experiences that really, I think it prepared me for, for the role. And it's, and, and when it all boils down, it's not that different. Like we're still, you know, working with a group of people. We're trying to meet them where they are. We're trying to help them as they grow. And, and we all have this common goal that we want to get to. So it's, it's similar. And, and I've been blessed to be around some, some really good and smart coaches and, you know, I've been able to kind of watch and learn from some really impressive people. So 
um, and teachers to, um, and that's been really a, a, just a joy for me. It has really impacted who I am. I'm just curious too, because I know Patrick, man, I know obviously I can make a hard time because she knows you, you know, myself and others aren't going to know you and be as familiar with you. What did you teach? And then can you talk about that transition in, from coaching into more education administration? Yeah, I taught theology. I was a theology minor. I went to Georgetown and was a theology minor, big Georgetown basketball fan, but you know, theology minor. So that's what I did. I, I taught theology um, for four years in Los Angeles and, and loved it, loved every bit of it. It certainly fits with my values you know, allowed me to, I think, really grow and deepen my own faith too. And then again, you know, got the chance just because of some need and some interest and just to, to get into coaching. And that really, you know, made an impact on me, you know, too, was able to translate that to Boston and got, you know, became part of a pretty good team, you know, in Boston where we coached swimming, very fortunate, two state titles in, in our time there. And Olympian Eric Vent uh, was on the team. So it's, it's pretty easy to coach when you have such great talent around. But, you know, it wasn't just Eric, you know, that, that won our state titles. You know, it was very much of a team. And I think it's that, it's that recognizing that everyone needs to contribute and everyone has a role and allowing people to understand what that role is and how important that role is, whether it's a practice player, you know, just coming in to help with drills you know, or if it's that person who's, you know, that third person on a relay, or if it's that person that's going to win two events for you, you know, or, you know, sink the winning free throws, it doesn't matter. Everyone's got a role and they all count and they all matter. Just making that transition from the classroom just made a lot of sense. It was very simple. Priorities are, 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 are the same. And, and I think at least in education, the, the way I look at it is the, the court or the pool or the field or the cross-country course. It's really the last classroom of the day that comes down to it. The same values that we want our teachers to be giving our, our students are, are still present in, in, in whatever sport we're, we're offering to. And it's not necessarily about, really about the physics. You know, it's about how the physics is taught. It's about how you you work to meet the students where they are and you use the physics to really, I think, teach values and character. And I think the sport is the same way. There's a lot of ways to teach a free throw. There's a lot of ways to teach, you know, the backstroke, but, but it's how you do it. And it's really looking at that as the vehicle to, to make a person better and to teach their values. We know, I know that very few of the kids that, you know, we coached or I coached, you know, go on to do whatever it is for a living, uh, the sport for a living but they're going to do something for a living. And, and I think the values that they get from uh, the coaching, just like from the teaching are, are more important. I knew I wasn't going to have a bunch of scripture scholars coming out of uh, this all boys school in Los Angeles, but I was going to have these good men who were going to become fathers and they were going to become husbands and they were going to become, you know, people that work in our society. And that was really important to me. So whether they they always remember what the first five books of the Bible are like that. That doesn't matter to me, but if they can remember that they have gifts and talents and worth and dignity and to see other people uh, in the same vein or the same light, that's what's important to me. And I think, and I think the sport is the same way. Great lessons that we can learn in, in sport, whether it's hard work or teamwork or sacrifice, those are the ones that make us better people. And I think that's what, that's the beauty of sport. And I think it's the thing that brings us all together too. I think that's the beauty of sport. You talk about as far as the, the similarities between teachers and coaches and how do you as, and at least with teachers, you have kind of, they have to be, get their teaching certification. And, and so they have a bare minimum basically of education that they need to know to be a teacher. How do you go about finding that in coaches when there's not a uniform certification process? 
Yeah, I, I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges that we face in finding, you know, quality coaches. And, and the coach, you know, has as much impact. I mean, I think about some of the coaches, you know, that I was lucky enough to work with, but certainly some of the ones that I had, um, you know, they had really big impacts on me as a person and our coaches do, you know, up at St. Ignatius where I worked for 11 years and, and had such a great experience, you know, our, our coaches would spend more time with them, with our, with our students than, than their teachers did. So in other words, like our football coach was with the, the, the athletes that he coached longer than they spent with their English teacher. And, and we're blessed to have a great football coach up at, up at St. Ignatius. And, and we're fortunate that but I think that's the hard thing because, you know, for the coach, it, it, you need both. You need to have good understanding of the X's and O's, but then you also need to have this good understanding of, of how I'm going to form, you know, these young people that I'm with every day. And that character formation piece, I think is, is so difficult to measure. You know, we're lucky that the education system, you know, there's some great schools of education and there's been some great growth in, in what they teach and how they teach, you know, and so parent people come out with some good experience. You know, but with coaching, you know, there isn't necessarily that that same kind of there's not a coaches, a coaching school of education or a coaching, you know, education school. So that's challenging. That's really difficult. I, you know, I think, you know, for, for me, it's it's really trying to look at their body of work, talk to their players and then see kind of who they had as coaches. You know, what what kind of system or philosophy did they come from? But but really, it's it's important to see, you know, what they do and how they do it and just to see that in play and in practice. It's similar to teaching. You know, we, we like to see a teacher teach. We certainly look at what they've done in the classroom, whether it's a demo or, you know, try and figure out, you know, where they've come from or, or who were their mentors. But in coaching, it's really, it's, it's just challenging because there, there isn't a lot of oversight in that. And, and it can be really difficult. And someone that looks good, you know, may not have those values you know, that are so important, you know, that we want our, our teachers to have, whether it's a Catholic school or any school. Have you, have you ever had a, a whoops hire or oh, some, yeah. red, oh, yeah. some red flags? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> that was quick. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've been doing this for a while. So um, I think we're better at it. And, and sometimes, you know, they, they look good. And we've had, a, we've had them both as a coach, you know, and, you know, in the classroom. Sometimes things look better than they are. And then the circumstances just change or boy, the, just the reality of the pressure is there and it just becomes, you know, challenging for that person. You know, I think the, the bigger regret sometimes of, of, the, of the higher is, the, is, is sometimes the waiting, right? So in general, we like to kind of give a person a, a shot and a chance and, and maybe it's a second year and, and then sometimes, you know, that's just not there. So that's usually the bigger regret for me is, is waiting that second year or giving them that second that second opportunity, because, you know, for me, it's as the person, you know, the, the head of school or the principal, like I've got a lot of years 